The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. All right, welcome everybody. It is a Tuesday afternoon, a rainy, windy Tuesday afternoon in much of the East Coast here. And I'm just hoping my power stays on long enough to complete an auction. It's going to take a long time. I'm Adam Azer with like seven other people on Twitch right now, and you're listening to the podcast as well on Wednesday, but this is Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to introduce you to everybody, but we're about to do an auction. Dave, you are the commissioner, the ringleader here. Thank you for for putting this together, man. This is exciting. My pleasure. Got a few of my buddies from the industry to join us. Marcus Grant from NFL Media, Liz Loza from Yahoo Sports, Scott Engel, the king from Sportsline and, and Rotoballer and plenty of other places. Scott's been around for a long time. Really excited to pick their brains as we roll along in this 12-team, half-point PPR, $100 budget salary cap draft. Sure. Exciting. Yeah. Excitement. And by the way, it's nice and sunny on the East Coast down here, Adam. Don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I'm looking right outside right now. Sun's out, blue clouds. Life's great in Florida. Yeah, I know. It's wild up here. Uh I never used my patio furniture, but had to bring it in anyway. Uh, so it's been a it's been a wild day, and just hoping, hoping that we can get through this. Let's say hello to everybody. All right, first of all, Ben Gretsch, Heath Cummings. Hi, guys. Hey, you want us both to talk at the same time? You know, I figured you guys would figure it out. You know when it went. I, I have one question. Yeah, who, who carried the patio furniture off the patio and into the house? Uh, my son, my two year old son. He helped me. Okay, out. yeah, so. I, I knew it wasn't you. Uh, let's say hello to Liz Lowe's of Yahoo Sports. Hey, Liz. Hello. Thank you for having me. It is um it's sunny in Los Angeles. Surprise. All right, everybody's bragging. Marcus Grant of NFL Network. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for doing this with us. I appreciate the invite. It, Liz, it depends what part of Los Angeles cuz uh, a little bit here closer to the the water. It's uh, it's still kind of overcast right now. Is there still traffic in Los Angeles amid the pandemic? Surprisingly, yes, there oh, is. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Nothing stops that. Never not. That never stops. <laughs> And Scott Angle. Yeah, what's up, Scott? How we doing, man? Hey, good to see you, Adam. Good to see everybody here and be all with all you guys. Uh, drafting live, ready to ready to rock here from uh, Queens, New York. Dave, what's going on? Are we ready to go? I'm ready when you guys are ready. Let's do this thing. We are starting it now, and I get to nominate the first player, and I can't think of a better player that I would like to nominate than this fine young rookie 
from the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Let's go. Put your money where your mouth is, Ben Gretsch. Let's see what's happening. So uh, random. Like usually, you know, the 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 most expensive players get nominated pretty early, so you can kind of set a market. I don't know what Jonathan Taylor is going to go for. Hundred dollar budget here. Quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, a flex. And then we've got five bench spots plus a kicker and a DST. Uh, ben Gretsch bids eight on uh, Jonathan Taylor. Dave, you said half PPR, right? I did. Looks like eight might win. Going once, going twice. All right, Ben, you're on the board. You got your guy for $8, Jonathan Man, Taylor. that was a steal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you it really uh, isn't that far off well. from where I think he's worth. Yeah. I have him at 11, and I'm high on him, obviously. Mm-hmm. You you did well last year, uh, Ben. Remember, everybody, I know a lot of you are accustomed to $200 auctions. We're doing 100 But you got Aaron Jones for $9 last year. You got Chris Godwin for 11 Um But, yeah, you had Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. You didn't spend huge on anyone last year. That's what kind of stands out to me about your team. Uh, your most expensive player was David Johnson for 22 bucks. But you won on the strength of Aaron Jones. Uh, did you win? I know you had like one of the top two seeds. I think I lost. I don't think I won that league. Okay, but you did well, um, and you didn't spend big. Uh, there are a lot of different approaches to this. Let's see if I just oh. got to check in with the auction here. Oh, McCaffrey Chris, Christian went. McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. We have a bid going on right now. Christian McCaffrey just went for thirty-one dollars. I think that is too. I would have yeah, bid I'm if I had been talking. that low. Yeah, you know, Liz. What what is your strategy in a, in an auction? Do you have one? Oh, I, I am just p- trying to pay attention right now. There's a lot going on. Um, I don't really want to say my strategy okay. as the first person to be asked this question because that would not be particular strate- particularly strategic. I will say doing this sober helps. Doing it not in Vegas helps. Um, and maybe being quiet at the beginning gives you an advantage. So you want to save your money a little bit? Is that what you're saying? I mean, maybe. <laughs> All right, we got Saquon Barkley. Jamie Jamie just got Christian McCaffrey. Now he's going for Saquon Barkley. Barkley is now more expensive than McCaffrey. He's up to 33. Scott Angle. Oh, he's outbid by Jamie. 34. Scott, are you going 35? No, George. Scott Angle's going 36. <laughs> wow. Like, I love the fact that it took us three players to make absolutely no sense at all. So good job, team. All right, Scott. So you saw McCaffrey go for 31, and then you just got Barkley for 36. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling good. You know, I actually feel that if Saquon Barkley stays healthy over a full season, that he can outscore everybody. You know, this is this is a savvy room of experts, and you always you almost have to treat it like a high-stakes sort of draft and be aggressive and go after what you want. I don't care what McCaffrey went for. I want Saquon Barkley because against a, a savvy room like this, he could be a league winner. He had five games last year, I believe, uh, of rushing where, or total from scrimmage where it runs over 50 yards, and I think McCaffrey just had three, something like that. He's got more upside. Okay, Lamar Jackson now. We got a $5. I didn't mean to nominate him. <laughs> <laughs> my cue, I, my, he was at the top of my queue, but I ran out of time. Seven dollars. Mahomes. Remember, Mahomes went for twelve dollars last year. Dave's up to nine on Lamar Jackson. That's interesting because Dave's kind of like the weight on quarterback guy. I thought Dave for nine dollars, you could oh swoop it Look in at that. George. And here, here, this is why I went nine because I figured someone would go double digits, and there were two someones that went double digits on Lamar Jackson, and now there's three. Scott's in there as well. Scott up to twelve. Get him for twelve. I think twelve is a good price for for. 
for Lamar Jackson. I think that's good salary for him. Scott Angle, you have uh, dinner plans tonight, man. You've got uh, two of the first four players, the March actually, actually, actually when you go in, when you go into an auction, you write down who you want to target. To me, Lamar Jackson's a back half of the first round pick. He, people say wait on quarterbacks, and he might regress. What's he going to regress to? Nine hundred rushing yards and twenty eight touchdown passes, running back numbers, the quarterback. He is the only quarterback I will not wait for. All right. Um, hey, Heath. Scott, you're not hey, you're not freaked oh. out by. The fact that quarterbacks tend to not repeat as number one guys year over well, well, year. What, no, because nobody has that kind of rushing floor with decent passing numbers. If he got, regresses from 1,200 yards, what's he going to get, 950? Nobody in the history of fantasy football has had those kind of rushing numbers with respectable passing production. Okay. Is he I think what I'm here? worried about with Lamar is, A, he gets figured out, and that it makes it a little bit tougher for him to – put up even 950 yards. Um, and I think he could finish top three, no problem. It's just making him the number one guy when someone like Mahomes is out there. I, I think it might be easier for Mahomes to to beat his ceiling than Lamar Jackson to to beat his regressed numbers from 2019, if that makes you know, sense. Well, Mahomes has never rushed for 400 yards and uh, I know, you know, but I'd he's thrown for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I'd rather take the rushing upside. It's more fantasy points. Hey, uh, let me throw this one to our, to one of our guests, Marcus. So, Marcus, Jamie Eisenberg just got Ezekiel Elliott for $32. So he has Christian McCaffrey for 31 and Ezekiel Elliott for 32 So that's 63% of his budget on two players. Um, again, we start one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, flex, tight end, kicker, defense, five bench spots, whatever. Uh, so he's going to have a lot of like $1 players, $2, whatever. But what do you think about that strategy of uh, two of the elites and trying to just figure out the rest? I mean, I don't think it's terrible. I mean, I think especially when you're talking about spending that on running backs uh, versus wide receivers in a year that we all agree that wide receiver has a lot of depth. So you talk about spending a dollar or two somewhere else on your roster look you you spend heavy on those, those running backs those elite running backs you feel confident that you got that spot locked up and you can go and find wide receivers or pass catchers even tight ends uh at a much more reasonable value somewhere later in the draft so i don't i don't think it's a terrible way to go about this uh i'm just gonna read you guys a team from last year ben schraggers i don't know how he did i think injuries did him in a little bit but i think this team could have been great uh drew Brees for a dollar this was last year zeke for 31 camara for 32 uh, Kenny Galladay for seven, Josh Gordon for seven, but he also had Michael Gallup for for one dollar, Delaney Walker for two, so he played the waiver wire there. But he had Breeze, Zeke, Kamara, Galladay, and Michael Gallup, um, and he did that with sixty three percent of his budget. Same exact thing we saw from Jamie, but he did it with Zeke and Kamara. I think I don't know Ben if you if you're there to to chime in, but um, see, it I, didn't turn out great because of Breeze's injury and Kamara's inconsistency, right. but I loved the way to attack the draft. And if Jamie hadn't done it with McCaffrey, I would have. I just didn't want to go over 30 with him. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the strategy can work. Jamie's trying to get three, though. I see what he's doing. He's trying to get three players for like 90% of his budget. And that one, I don't know if that's going to work. Dalvin Cook, am I really going to get Dalvin Cook for $26? Oh, that's I think he just wonderful. Did. That is wonderful. That might be the best one so far. That's ten dollars oh, no. less than Barkley. Wow. Get Ben Gretsch, tell me how great I just did. Oh no, you didn't do great. Uh Chris <laughs> Chris thought we were starting at 315, so he, <laughs> he just showed up. Hey, I don't know where he would have got that idea. <laughs> oh. Um all right, who's uh we had oh Clyde Edwards dealer went for twenty four dollars, so 
You got Saquon for 36, McCaffrey for 31, Zeke for 32, uh, Cook for 26, Clyde Edwards-Elair for 24. Um, Heath, any early analysis that you'd like to give? Um, Christian McCaffrey was stolen. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. We just all fell asleep. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I think it's been pretty, pretty normal. All right, Austin Eckler now up to $19 to Dave. I'm just going to say that I want to have three top 20 players. Since nobody seems to be, nobody wants to spill the beans. I'm just saying, I'm going to try to get three top 20 players and go from there. That probably means a dollar, probably means six combined dollars on quarterback and tight end. And the rest. I tend to be the opposite of that. And I like the way Liz put it, where you want to be careful early. I bought the very first player, but I, I got Taylor for eight bucks. I, that was part of why I didn't immediately react to the McCaffrey thing is I bought Taylor right away. And I was like, am I going to get two players for, you know, close to half my budget really, really quick into the draft? Um, so I, I, I would classify myself as the opposite, Adam, if you want some more strategy talk. Well, it doesn't matter when it happens. I just, um, you know, it, the auction is an opportunity to uh, get more studs than you can get in a, in a snake draft, right? So, you know... Scott Engel, you've been doing these for so long, different sports. Are you uh, are you a studs and duds kind of guy or, or more balanced roster? I think I'm a studs and gu- duds guy because values can always fall to you later. It's like I remember doing it. You know, my career started at uh, CBS Sportsline, you know, about first eight years of my career. So it's great to be back here. I remember I think Dave and I were in an auction where Tory Holt went for like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it happened. I mean, Michael Gallup went for a dollar last year. Patrick Mahomes yeah, at 12 to Heath. Patrick I think Mahomes what Scott said, Heath. though, about wanting to target, like going into a draft with certain players on your on your list, like target players, also is helpful. So it's like a balance of not, like hoping those players don't get selected immediately. Heath, why don't you tell people sort of like um, the dollar bid strategy? Because if you if you want someone really badly and it's your turn to nominate and you bit and you nominate for a dollar it's easy to, to lose that player to someone who's going to do- nominate two and then you have to go to three you know talk about just that whole process of getting someone for a dollar i don't really like to plan on getting anyone for a dollar because of that reason because like the difference between a dollar and two dollars in an auction especially in a 200 hundred dollar auction is is just almost nothing and so what i prefer to do is be at a point when we start to get to the $1 players where I can choose two or three of those guys and go get them for two. But the other thing I'll say is if there's somebody you really want for a dollar, don't nominate them for a dollar, nominate them for two. Chances are no one's paying three for them. Right. Would anybody do that with uh, the Steelers DST or any DST? Not uh, Not this year. I don't think there's one. I mean, there are specific situations where you get late in the draft if nobody's really, uh, you know, nominated a defense yet and you have a little bit of flexible budget where I can see doing that, but I don't typically do it either. Derrick Henry for 20. All right. Austin Eckler for 23. Derrick Henry for 20. Mahomes for 12. Those are the last three. Dave, is that your first player or second? That's my first player. I went into this not expecting to get Derrick Henry. I actually had a game plan to try and get... um, Certain running backs from the same team wanted to go for the, the, the tandem look there with running backs, but I'm not going to pass up Derrick Henry even in a half PPR for 20. I think that that's a great, great price. I'm really it was thrilled a, with it. It was a steal, and if it was not against uh, my my plans, then uh, I would have... You would have, yeah. That, but this is the way that auctions work sometimes, is that Heath was bidding up 
and then got other players and he didn't want to spend to get the guy that he wanted, which is Henry. And he saw that it was a good price, but he couldn't pull the trigger because he knew that it was going to be problems for spending later on. And I love it because it worked out in my favor. Loza, did you get? Yeah. I was getting a bidding war there with Liz for Alvin Kamara. <laughs> she ends up with Kamara for 32. Good job, Liz. You on the board? Is that your first? Yeah, that was my first. I think you were a little distracted hosting. I took advantage of it. <laughs> you know, I spent 20. That was the thing. Like, I spent 26 on Cook, and I didn't quite want to go that much on two players, even though, I, like I said, it can work. Um, all right, here's Kenyon Drake. Here's Kenyon Drake. Um, Marcus with the $15 bid. Marcus, how do you feel about Drake this year? I love Kenyon Drake this year. Uh, just seeing the way they used him at the end of last year, the way he produced, and knowing that there's really nobody else there that's going to be a serious threat to get any of those snaps. I, I'm a big fan of Kenyon Drake. Okay, so we just saw Derrick Henry go for 20 and Eckler go for 23. You figured Drake would be in that mix. He's at 21 right now. Going once. Oh, Marcus. Gets, uh, right, a little bit so now this is again. a bidding war between Marcus and Adam, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let him have it. You're going to let Adam him get him for 22? You're going to have to win a player at some point. I have Dalvin Cook, buddy. Buddy, Come on now. All right, Kenyon Drake for 22. So all this makes sense so far. Anybody want to talk about nomination strategies? Uh, Dave, what do you do? What's your nomination strategy? Normally, I like to nominate players that I don't want early on. And Jonathan Taylor is an example of that. Taylor, I love the talent. I don't love where he landed. And I knew that he was going to go for more um, than I thought he should. And I was hoping that there would be some sort of bidding war between Ben Gretsch and somebody else who was hot to trot with uh, with him. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine that he went for more than eight and he didn't go for eight, but it's somebody who I didn't want on my team. So I nominated him early. And then... Later on in the draft, I'm going to start obviously nominating players who I do want because then I can get them for a dollar because I'm nominating them for a dollar. I don't have to pay more than a dollar for them. All right. We've got Dak Prescott going here. Remember, we had Jackson and Mahomes. I think both go for around $12. I think 12 exactly. So Dak Prescott, let's see what he goes for. Frank Stample with a $6 bid on Dak. And looks like he might get him for that. Yep. The, whenever any of these quarterbacks in the group of four, the, the four directly after Mahomes and Jackson, whatever the value is of that first one, I think it's going to end up setting the tone for the next three. So the fact that Dak Prescott went for six, I would imagine that Russ will go for six. Kyler Murray will go for six. Deshaun Watson should go for six. Um, I, I bet they all go for that exact same price. All right, here's an interesting guy, Blake Jarwin, being nominated now by Jamie. Got him. Uh, Jamie nominated him for a dollar, and this is exactly what Heath was saying. If you really want someone, don't nominate him for one dollar. Nominate him for two because Ben Gretsch just got Jarwin for two. Jamie wasn't willing to go for three, but Ben, like, I, I know Jamie's made the case that Jarwin could get the 80 targets, and if you get 80 targets, you're going to be a top 12 guy. But does he does he have a lot of upside, or is this upside like you know tight end 10? I think his upside's fine. Very concentrated offense. Ran a ton of 11 personnel last year. We saw um, how that meant four different players in their passing game. Three receivers in Witten all had at least 83 targets. Uh, as far as tight end is concerned, I don't think you know. I don't think you need much more than that to get around around the tight end 10. You know, to to, to hit the tight end five range. I mean, I think there's potentially a hundred target upside. If this is such a concentrated offense, again, that they're running a ton of 11 personnel and those main three receivers and him are running all the routes. But uh, I, that would be an upside scenario in, in my opinion. 
Michael Thomas now $28 to George Maselli. Sold, Michael Thomas. All right, I want to get our guests. I want to get Liz and Scott and Marcus your opinion here. We'll go in that order. Who is your number three quarterback this year, Liz? It's probably Dak, to be honest. Uh, Dak or Russell Wilson, depending on how I'm feeling. But I think (laughs) Jackson and Mahomes are one and two. And I really like Dak. I I really like not just... um, the contract situation, but I think the commitment with Jason Garrett no longer in the city, I think the commitment to the pass is really obvious and the addition of CeeDee Lamb certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, ben, you didn't think you were going to get Miles Sanders for a dollar, did you? Okay, there I, we go. I just auto-nominated again. I got to pay attention <laughs> to the nominations. Uh, Scott, who's your number uh, three quarterback this year? Uh, for, for me, I'm, I'm going to agree with Liz that it's Dak Prescott because – you know, now he's got the three receiver set that he really likes. Uh, you know, be good passing numbers, but also, you know, some nice rushing touchdown production. But Kyler Murray's very close for me because, like I said with Lamar Jackson, I like quarterbacks with a lot of rushing upside. And Kyler Murray's going to have the most rushing yardage for a quarterback outside of Lamar Jackson. All right. And Marcus, your number three quarterback? Well, I guess we're making it a clean sweep, and I'm going with Dak there too. Um, you know, I would consider Russ, except for the fact that it just seems like the the Seahawks seem reluctant to just put the game in his hands at any point. Um, you know, like the, the, Pete Carroll, I think is. Uh, I mean, I, I think the name Pete Carroll is like Latin for establish the run. Uh, <laughs> if they would just give the ball over to Russ, I think you could feel better about him. I do like Kyler. Uh, I will admit to kind of shoveling coal on that hype train and having it roll out of control. Uh, so right now for me, it's, it's, it's Dak with just those wide receivers and the fact that you know, even without the big deal, they still have committed to him being the focal point of what they do in their offense. Heath, man, you're going, you're going for the Chiefs, huh? You got Mahomes, 19 bucks on Kelsey. Sold. I, uh, I committed a cardinal sin, Adam. What? I bid up a player. I had a feeling that, um, that Kelsey should go for more than 15. So I bid 16. But that's wrong. You're not supposed to do that. Well, <laughs> I have been burned by it so many times in my life, Marcus. It's been like five years since I've done this and I just did it. And then not only did he get bid up, he got bid up like three times. So I was a little surprised that, uh, that he went for as much as he did. I think it was a little bit of an overpay. Yeah. I think I was the last one to bid him up and I had him at 19 and I thought that was actually a little bit light on my pricing. So Heath had him at 17. I figured I had to go at least to 18 and then Heath got him at 19. I, I just kind of decided that like, there's no longer going to be, I, I had this dream scenario at the beginning of the off season with, I mean, the chiefs, obviously we expect to be the best offense in the NFL. They're, fantasy playoff schedule is just frankly kind of absurd and there's not going to be an opportunity now with Damian Williams opting out to uh, fully draft the Chiefs' stick but in an auction you can fully have the Chiefs' stick I was just listening to Heath and uh, Dave just got Kittle for 13 bucks yeah, yeah I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. six bucks less than Kelsey yeah pretty good I'm like that is a deal yeah Heath how do you feel right now you feel like you like made a big mistake yeah, George Kittle's not going to help me when Patrick Mahomes throws 15 touchdowns in the fantasy playoffs. Travis Kelsey will. Yeah, but you got to make the fantasy what? playoffs. <laughs> if you've got Mahomes, Clyde, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill, you're going to make the fantasy playoffs. Well, you don't have them all yet, sir. Do you have Clyde? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have all? Oh, my goodness. How about that? How much money have you spent? Tyreek Hill, though. Oh, well, we got we to gotta get Tyreek Hill nominated. Joe Mixon. Currently, for $11, that's going to have to change. Let's bid Joe Mixon up a little bit. Here we go. 
All right, let's see. Anybody not have a player? Ben Schrager doesn't have a player. Chris Towers doesn't have a player. He was 15 minutes late to the draft. I understand that. That's it. Let's go, Shraggy. Beat 19 on the board. for Mixon is pretty good. Now it's starting to get a little interesting. He's up to 20. Uh, we meant, Did we mention Miles Sanders for 26? He was right before the tight ends yeah. went. Mixon for 22 right now. You really have to be locked in on your auction. This is one thing that's different than a than a snake draft. When, when you're doing your draft with your buddies and you know it's your turn, you make your turn, and then you could probably chill out for a little while if you need to use the restroom or get a cold beverage, something like that. You can't really do that in an auction. Otherwise, you're going to get somebody to slip right under your nose at a really good value. That That's going to happen still in this auction. There's going to be somebody that goes for way less than they should. Well, it's if happened we like three times seen that. already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's happened three times already. George. Okay. Kittle. Yeah. Well, it, it'll happen some more. There, there might even be a better steal than Kittle or Henry or whoever else I get on my team. Yeah. Live tweeting this draft <laughs> is not easy. Henry no. wasn't even a steal. You got him $6 more than I have him valued at. Jeez. You have him $14. Yeah. In what <laughs> format? That's just not right. Like, but only I just three, don't want him. I, I mean, only I don't three want points, him, so. three points for rushing touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like him. That's okay. I know. I know. Uh, I, have a, I have a question. Aaron Jones on the clock. Dave's got him on the on the block uh, for sixteen. Nice. Not, not bad. This was one of the one of the backfields I wanted to lock up. And in this is different than a draft. In an auction, I think I can get Jones and. <laughs> And lock them up for like under twenty. I'm thrilled with that. AJ, I mean AJ Dillon should be a two dollar player now at most. That's at most. what I'm going to have to nominate him for. Right. Um, okay. So Aaron Jones for sixteen. Davis. Uh, Davis building a nice little team there. Do you? What was I? All right. Let's take a look at Dave's team. Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones and George Kittle. Twenty dollars for Henry. Sixteen for Jones. Thirteen for Kittle. Uh, most expensive player so far, $36 for uh, Saquon Barkley. So how about this? Saquon Barkley for $36 or Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones for $36? Scott, who would you rather have? I'd rather have Saquon Barkley because, you know, there are a lot of running backs that I feel, uh, you know, there's running back money going off the board. I'm not afraid to talk strategy here. And, uh, sure. You know, there's some other guys that I'll be comfortable with as my second running back. I'd rather have one outstanding superstar and somebody I really like as a good number two. Fair enough. Josh Jacobs here. You expect him to go in about the $25 range. He's at 24 right now. This is where Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Kenyon Drake, right in this range. So this makes sense. Be interesting to see how much... Dave, if, if Kelsey went for 19, Kittle went for 13, how much do you think Mark Andrews will go for? I'm hoping he goes for 13 to make the Kittle price <laughs> really sweet. But I honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for 10. 10 or 11. I think that's probably going to be and, right in the range. And that's another thing that like in our auctions, and this it may not happen in yours, but in ours, there are going to be good tight ends and quarterbacks going for a dollar or two at the end of this auction. It's just all, it yeah. always happens. Uh, by the way, real quick note, programming schedule for, for uh, Twitch Tuesday, mock drafts, Thursdays, AMA with an expert. It's, it's Dave night, Thursday night. So uh, ask Dave anything Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's going to get rowdy. Oh yeah, Devontae Adams now being bid on. We have had a, we've had a lot more running backs and wide receivers. So here is Adams, seventeen dollar bid. I think we should just stop there, guys. Let's. Oh no, didn't work. Sorry, twenty one dollars to Adam. We're not getting him for under twenty at least. Twenty three dollars to Adam Azer. Let's see. All right, Chris, you want it? So screw you, Chris. 
Michael Thomas went for <laughs> 28. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. We're really at the point where Devontae Adams should run out of steam. We're getting close to what? what uh, I mean, I think in half PPR, you could make an argument for Adams over Thomas. And not sure, make the argument for it, but I don't think anybody's going to bid more in an auction. And that's what just happened. 26 bucks. No. Right. Thomas, Thomas went for 28, right? Right. So which so would you right. rather have Adams for 26 or Thomas for 28 and a half PPR? Probably this Adams. is where you can make the argument for Adams. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted him, but oh, well, it's interesting. I, I like receivers. Typically, you guys know that um, this format, we only can start two. it's half PPR. You probably want to be flexing a running back. It makes sense that we're so heavy on the running back values. I probably am light on several of my running back values, and I'm not sure I really like that position that I put myself in. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Heath, here we go. $20 bid. Yeah, I um, already told you guys what I was going to do, so no one's going to allow that to happen now. I wasn't listening, though, so I would have allowed. Oh, $25. I think you should make it happen anyway, Heath. Heath, I think you should do nothing, and then when the clock's at one, you just drop a huge bid on Tyreek Hill, and then he's yours. And no, I'm pretty him. happy with Mahomes, Heath. Clyde, and Kelsey. All right, Chris Towers. Chris Towers, back-to-back, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill for $26. So let's just compare. I mean, I'm not doing this to, you know, to talk about me. I do enough of that. Uh, sure. But right. I have two players for $26, and Chris has two players for $26. Half PPR, I have Dalvin Cook and Miles Sanders. He has Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Who wins? How are you even debating? Come on, just give it's me a little be credit. Cook and Sanders. <laughs> like, it's I would rather be. have both. I think I'd rather have both Adams and Tyreek over Sanders, but I would rather have really? Dalvin over the two receivers. If if Dalvin, if they you you win, I think you win that if you handcuff Alexander Madison later. I will. If Cook gets hurt, and we all know the risk there. You know, you take out half of the equation there. You're comparing. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely will. Here's Chris Carson, Ben Gretsch with a $5 bid, Frankie with $6 bid here. All right, Chris Carson. I'm going to predict $15 for him. I'm going to take the under. I don't think he gets to quite to 15 That would be more than Mahomes and Jackson, so you're probably right. $12 to Scott Angle. Let's see. Five seconds. Four seconds. Anyone That's going higher than that? If there ever was one. Adam, one of the things you said earlier that I thought was interesting was that an auction is the only format where you can get multiple studs. But I also think it's true that if there are areas of the draft that you really like, and I know for me, that's like the fourth and the, the third and the fourth round. There are just so many young receivers. Uh, that's where Jonathan Taylor goes. Uh, Mark Andrews you're going to find there. I still really like him. That it's really challenging to get a lot of those guys in the same league. So I think the same can be said outside of just the studs that mm-hmm. you could say that an auction is a format where you can get several players, uh, far more top 50 or top 80 players than you can in a, in a normal draft, as long as you don't buy any studs. And I think your team last year is a perfect example of, you know, you really spent a lot of. Nine to twelve dollar bids on Mahomes, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Brandon Cooks, Chris Godwin. You had a very balanced roster in that respect, and you had like you can get away with a bad six dollar OJ Howard. You know it's gonna have. Oh, you also had Derrick Henry for five dollars. So, <laughs> well, Who I traded preseason, and I still got the one seed. But yeah, I think uh, George got me on that. He offered me a trade, and I took it. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, you had a good balanced roster last year. That works. The best team last year. Uh, one of the other. Team that got a buy anyway, Andrew Bomber. I'm not sure who won. I wasn't in this league, but 
He had Russell Wilson for a dollar, Chris Carson for 14, Mark Ingram for six, Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins for $24 and $25, Jared Cook for six. He had Austin Eckler for $10. Remember, Melvin Gordon, we was holding out. We didn't know how long. So um, a $10 Eckler, $1 Wilson, $6 and 14. How about his three running backs were Ingram, Carson and, Carson, and Eckler, and they were a combined $30. And McCaffrey went for 31 today, Barkley for 36, Zeke for like 32. So there are different ways to do it, different ways to do it for sure. Uh, Mark Andrews went for 13, same as Kittle to Ben Gretsch. I, I love it. And I, and I bet Ben doesn't mind one bit because he believes in Mark Andrews and sees him as a value um, or maybe not necessarily a value at $13, but certainly somebody who can finish as a top three fantasy tight end has upside to be even better than that. And if you if you really have conviction on a player, yeah, you, you should be willing to bid whatever it takes to get him. And right on cue, here's and, A.J. And Brown. I would say, interestingly on that, it wasn't that I necessarily was bidding whatever it takes. I think the the lesson there for me is just because somebody was a value, don't get anchored to it. Like Kittle was a clear value. I fell asleep on that. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to put myself in a position where I can't then get the next best tight end, in my opinion, because Kittle was underpriced and I still had Andrews as a $14 player. I got him for $13. I'm OK with that. I think Jamie just did something very smart. He bid on, he put a $1 nomination on the Steelers. I think he f- probably figured, hey, if anybody wants them for two, go for it. If not, I'll take the number one DST for a dollar. And he got yep. Dave just got AJ Brown for 13. Marcus, I want to get you in here. You've been uh, just kind of biding your time. But uh, as we've seen three tight ends off the board, Kelsey, Kittle, and, and uh, Andrews, what's your o- do that again? overall <laughs> tight end strategy this year? <laughs> It, it has been one of two things. Either you, you take the swings early and you get one of those top three guys, or I tend to just sit back and wait and, and you know, get those guys, those, those later round upside guys, you know, however you feel about Gasicki or Fant or, you know, John New Smith, guys like that. I, I feel like when I have gone and look, this applies mostly for, you know, like snake drafts and that sort of thing. But when I get those guys in the middle, when I'm taking those shots at, at the Hunter Henry's, uh, you know, those guys just kind of in the middle of the draft, I, I just haven't liked the roster construction. I felt much better about those rosters where I've either, I've either paid up early or I've waited till the end. And so I think, you know, now that we've got the big three off the board here, I think it's a situation where I'm just probably going to sit back and, and try to find that guy later that I think comes at a good value. You don't put Zach Ertz in that group with the other three? No, you know, here's the thing. I don't, I don't fear Dallas Goddard specifically. Like, I feel like Dallas Goddard's not going to do enough to make it worth me having him on his raw, on my roster, but he will do just enough to mess up things for Zach Ertz. Like, he will be kind of that, that monkey wrench in the works that, that will make you disappointed that you have Zach Ertz. And so I think, you know, I think that's, that's where Goddard kind of becomes that stumbling block for me. All right. Let me get, uh, Liz, Marcus, Scott. I want to open the floor up here. So. Once round two ends, a lot of running backs are off the board, and you get into this stretch of running backs. Uh, maybe it's Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, who just went for like 12 or $13 in this auction, um, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell. You know, you know the crew. Are there any ones in that group that you particularly like that you think, all right, this guy's the best, uh, you know, one of the best of the bunch? Anyone? Sorry, I can. Liz, you want to <laughs> jump in there? I, I'll, I'll say, I, I, um, I don't know if he is 
in the tier that you're talking about, or maybe a little bit below her, but I think he should be in that same tier. And that's James Connor. I do think that James Connor is an incredible value this year. I'm not worried about big Ben. If you look at the first four weeks of his opening schedule, I'm not worried about him shaking off the rust. I think he is going to unlock all of the fantasy potential, or at least a lot of it that the Steelers have. And if Connor can stay healthy, then I think he can absolutely produce, especially given like all these hashtag burnt takes are really depressing his ADP. And I am happy to lean into that. Oh, I would say uh, that group to me, Melvin Gordon, I have him ranked number 12 overall at running back. I feel he's very underrated. This is a guy that just two years ago, people were taking as a first round pick. Uh, you know, and I believe that Shermer likes to lean uh, you know, on one running back, I think Philip Lindsay's just a handcuff. I think Royce Freeman's probably going to be, you know, sitting with his phone on the bench. So I think Gordon's going to get a, you know, a lot of work this year and rebound. Uh, you know, he was one of the ones I waited with. You saw I took Chris Carson with my second running back. So if I'm going to spend on Barkley, I'm going to lay back for a Gordon or a Chris Carson. Okay. And uh, Marcus, I'll let you get in, and then we'll talk about who Liz. Oh, Liz did not get Nick Chubb. Sorry, you got Stamfold. He got him for twenty six dollars. <laughs> Marcus, who's a, like a round three or later running back you like? You know, look, I and Dave and I talked about this on my podcast a little bit earlier today. Like, I, I'm not completely out on Todd Gurley, and I think what what I'm sort of holding on to is the fact that I'm hoping the Falcons use him as more of a pass catcher than the Rams did previously. I mean, that was that was a big part of. All right, uh, I am waiting to see what happened there with uh, my connection. Oh, hey, you just totally cut off Marcus. He, I, that was rude. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, Wait, did, I was like, did I freeze? Did something happen? My whole, I, I lost everybody and the audio <laughs> dropped. All right, um, so I think I might be dealing with the effects of the storm right now. We shall see. But uh, Marcus, uh, Todd Gurley, I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was, like, I was just saying, I, I think he's going to catch the ball more. Uh, in Atlanta than he did last year in Los Angeles. He caught it a lot his first couple of years with the Rams last year, for whatever reason, he just wasn't a part of that. Um, and I'm, I'm confused as to why, but I think, I think if Atlanta can get that back in his repertoire, I think some of that value that he lost in the last year or two starts to come back. All right. Uh, Dave just got Russell Wilson for $5. Here's Cooper cup. Uh, we saw Adam Thielen go for 10. So here's cup at 11 right now. I got to ask Dave, um about his AJ Brown buy because I didn't go over top of him. Um, but I, I had a feeling that was one of his bids where he was just trying to bid me up and thought <laughs> I would definitely come over top. And I, I want to know what he's thinking about buying AJ Brown for uh 13. I'm thinking I got a steal at 13. I think he's worth significantly more than that. I think, and I just got cup for eleven. I think both those guys I got at great prices, $24 combined. To have Cup and AJ Brown on my fantasy roster? Are you kidding me? Those guys could be outstanding. Uh, very happy with both of them. But but Heath, like I feel like okay, Thielen goes for ten, uh, Brown for thirteen, Cup for eleven. Somebody in that range is going to go for like six bucks. Like Tyler Lockett yep. might end up being like six bucks. You know, I, I would think so. But we haven't really had a lot of overpays, especially at wide receiver. That and I think it's. Partially because we do so many of our drafts are three wide receiver leagues, and this is a two wide receiver league, and it really, really depresses the value of wide receivers. There's just there is going to be a surplus of wide receivers in this league. All right, here's Juju Smith Schuster up to thirteen dollars, which is what AJ Brown went for. Now he's fourteen dollars. 
We still have Julio Jones, Hopkins, Galladay, Lockett, Robert Woods, uh, Chris God- Chris Godwin still on the uh, available has not been nominated yet. Fourteen dollars for Juju. That's more than what Kittle went for. I'm not going any higher than that. Chris Towers gets him. Dave has like a pretty full, full lineups uh, starting lineup. Dave has Wilson, Aaron Jones, and Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, and George Kittle. And how much money do you have left? I still have twenty uh, percent of my budget left. Twenty two. Twenty two left. And Adam, Adam, he's going to trade all of them. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah, if given the chance. But yeah. I'm I am elated to have this core for a fantasy squad. You could not put together this team in a snake draft if you wanted to, no. unless it was maybe like an eight team league. To get this type of talent in a twelve team league, I'm over the moon with where I'm at. Hey, you're kind of crushing it right now. Yeah, I'm feeling good. The problem is now I really have to follow. I have to really have some discipline, and I don't have any. I don't have any when it comes to eating, and I don't have any when it comes to the auctions because uh, when 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 you've got a lot of players already and you're down to 20% of your budget, you got to wait because the bargains are coming. You want to have that money ready to go for those bargains. So I'm going to have to let some really good players go Dave, at values I that I think did. are unfair. I think what you did was also very smart because if you do wait, then you get pigeonholed to being like, well, now I got to I got to buy Nick Chubb because that's the only running back too that I think is viable or adjust your strategy. So there is a balance. Even if you do want to wait, you know, you don't want to be stuck in a position where you're overpaying for somebody because a bunch of people have waited. I'm in that position that Liz just described <laughs> where I'm like, I have not bought enough. I have not made enough bids yet. Yeah, but you got a lot of players you still like. Now, Dave, did you make a mistake there with AJ Dillon? Should you have been yeah, $2? Yeah, you know what? This is one where user error. He was at the top of my queue. I meant to nominate him for two, and I nominated him for one, and I paid the price by having to go an extra dollar because Chris bid him up for two. And I don't know if Chris was just doing that to make me spend another buck, but it worked. Um, but I I had to lock up Aaron Jones with Dillon. Um Happy to do it, but not that happy to lose out on a dollar there. So now I'm under 20% of the budget. I'm breaking all my own rules. Look at this controversial bid. Liz, $2 for Justin Tucker. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know how. I didn't press anything. He's just getting bid on. So I guess I'm, I guess I'm getting the opera singer. So if you need to do that, we can back it out. Commissioner. I don't know how I automatically bid on stuff, but... I know when I pressed it, I didn't press that one. I don't know how it happens, but all right. Well, awesome. we're getting rid of that. Oh, right. it looks like yeah. All right. I Let's mean, I, I'm again. happy with the Josh Allen. Like I meant to do Josh Allen, but I don't know how this one just happened. I'll admit. Kicker remorse. That's what this is. Yeah. How much did you Jamie get Josh Allen for? Again. Two bucks. Wow, two bucks for Josh yeah. Allen. Right. My goodness. So Makes me feel stupid that, for spending five on Russ. Can you can you tell me though how it autom- like why I would automatically uh why that would happen? Oh, was I at the top of the thing and I wasn't paying attention? That's I why. think Jamie nominated Tucker for a buck and you went on autopilot and it's the mm. CBS sports software uh, saying this person's on autopilot, but this is a good bargain. We must let her get Justin Tucker for two. And uh the, the software isn't good when it comes to kickers for whatever reason. By the way, Dave does the that's voice of our that. software, as you can tell. It does uh, that's that's what the software sounds like. <laughs> yeah, you tell me. All right, DJ Board, uh, Jamie. So Jamie has now gotten Justin Tucker and the Steelers DST for one dollar nominations. I should maybe think about that next time I'm up to nominate. Uh, DJ Moore, Ben Gretsch has him for sixteen. Remember, AJ Brown went for thirteen. Uh, looks like Ben's got 
got DJ Moore. How much did Juju go for? Juju went for 14. So how do you feel about this price? I do have more ranked considerably higher than both. I have more fifth overall at wide receiver. Juju 10th, Brown 12th. But I I have to say, you're you're making a good contrast of three players that I like that I I don't necessarily like the, the various prices and the one that I got. You know what? Just get your guy, right? You can't. There's so much. Well, when you're doing an auction, there's so many bids that so many bids that. Oh, really? He went for that. You can't be like that. You can't right. have remorse all the time. It's just you can't control everything. All right, here's Levy. It's so Bell. interesting that he's got number DJ Moore at number five overall. Where do you have him, Scott? I have him. I have him. You know, in my top fifteen. I mean, the, the guy last year nearly reached 1,200 yards and 90 receptions. With Kyle Allen mostly in quarterback, and now he gets Bridgewater. But uh, you know he's not a wide receiver one to me. I'd love love to hear what well, you know Ben's take on it. Ben? Yeah, I, I, uh, you you noted it. It should be a quarterback upgrade. I think Bridgewater is a perfect fit for him with his lower average depth of target and, and accuracy at those lower depths, um, which like the NFL uh, next gen stats show. Um, but there's also the, you know, he had a calf injury in week 16. He only played six snaps. So I think when people look at his points per game, he gets a little bit uh, underrated in his 14 games. He was on pace for basically 150 target, 100 catch season in year two as a 22 year old. I mean, it was very comparable to Michael Thomas's year two. Uh, and he was a great prospect. I think it's just a guy that's, that's ascending and, um, yeah, very comparable to Michael Thomas is at two years younger and with a worse quarterback. Thomas was playing with Drew Brees. So I, I think that's the type of upside he has. And and I'm just kind of it's more of a, a long term optimistic view. Yeah, I think people maybe downgrade him because he only scored four touchdowns. And I think there's definitely positive pressure there. Yep. Touchdowns for sure. Well, who had me with the worst bit of the day? Or the worst buy, anyway. Four, you had to do it, right? Yeah, I did. Four I know how you feel. Me. I just had to do it with AJ Dillon. Yeah. That sentence sounded funny. <laughs> we both had to overspend yeah. to get our backup running backs. I would rather backup. have Alexander Madison for four than AJ Dillon for three, for sure. sure. Like, sure. Madison's the guy, I think, and he's good. I, I don't know enough about AJ Dillon yet, and Jamal Williams is still there. Yeah. Well, look, I, I I knew I had to spend four four dollars on Madison. Liz, it's basically Liz's fault. I thought I could get away with two. She went three, <laughs> so I had to go four. But you know, you have to do what you got to do with Dalvin Cook. That's just one of the risks of of having Dalvin Cook. Um. All right. Any uh, Heath? Any thoughts so far? What's going on in in the auction in your in your mind? A lot of defenses and kickers going for a dollar. You guys are really cleaning up on those. So good job. <laughs> Why not? It's got Harrison Bucker. I had to make up for my Alexander Madison. I get a little bargain somewhere. Um, any any kicker for a dollar is not a bargain. That's just the fact that they're making us play with kickers. So you have to spend one of your dollars on that. You know, Heath, your chief strategy. I don't know how you didn't nominate Harrison Bucker for a dollar. I don't know. I don't want. The, I'm not going to profit when they kick field goals. I'm not here for Chiefs field goals. They're not going to kick point. any field goals this year. They're going to score they nine touchdowns a game. That's three. That's three field goals. All right, Marcus, you're bidding here on Keenan Allen. Uh, Liz bidding on Keenan Allen. All right, who's confident in Keenan Allen this year? Eight dollars right now. I mean, I'm not crazy confident, but <laughs> I mean, at the at the number right now, like, <laughs> I'll take that swing at him. All right, now it's up to ten. Nine nine for Marcus, ten for Liz. Keenan Allen fight. We've been waiting for this, Dave. I know, and I'm so happy to see it because he's going to go for a, a buck less than Cooper Cup and three bucks less than A.J. Brown, and 
He it, should go like, for significantly less than that. Again, another one of those things where it probably sounds funny for people who have watched football the last couple of years to hear, yeah, Keenan Allen's going to be going for as, almost as much as A.J. Brown and Cooper Cup. Keenan Allen's been better than those guys for the most part. Yeah, people sure. really weighing in the quarterback change, but the interesting dynamic of it, though, from an auction perspective is I threw him out for a dollar, and I think he went almost down the clock to two because nobody really wanted to get in on him. And then, you know, people had the idea like Marcus, well, if I could just get him for three or four dollars, I'll take it. And then all of a sudden the bid started jumping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Liz, you ended up with Keenan Allen for 10 and now DeAndre Hopkins being bid on. He's up to 19. Um, how do you feel about Keenan Allen this year? I think Keenan Allen to me has like while I was mocking, I kept wondering why I was reticent to draft him. And so I, I went in and I did the research because I was like, well, we're all worried about the quarterback change and the continuity issues. But at the end of the day, for me, tie the tiebreaker is always talent. And I do think that he is versatile enough to work with either quarterback. Listen, Hunter Henry is probably going to lead the Chargers in targets. I said it. I'm not afraid of it. But I, but cooler heads prevail. And for ten bucks, I will take that sort of um, that sort of talent level and versatility and opportunity anytime. DeAndre Hopkins just went for twenty. So that's pretty. Good, I think. Trying to get some like DJ Moore for sixteen. Julio Jones went for twenty six. I think it's about it's right about what might be expected, given what Thomas Adams, Julio, and Tyreek Hill went for. Maybe a little less. Maybe a little better than expected. All right, Leonard Fournette currently nine dollars. Looks like Shraggy B is getting Leonard Fournette. Um. We are 46 players in. So, we, you know, we're basically like at the end of round four. A lot of a lot of the managers here have spent a lot of money. Do you feel like now is, uh, is bargain time? I feel like the middle of the auction is... Once you get to the midpoint, time. yes. What's the midpoint? How many spots are we I don't in? think we're at bargain time yet. Well, Tom Brady just went for Tom a Tom Brady dollar. for a dollar, yeah. yeah that was a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a pretty good bargain. I think we're just about there. By the way, uh, Kenny Galladay and Matthew Stafford off the reserved, reserved COVID-19 list, so that is yeah, good. Yeah, Lions made a big statement about how um, Stafford had a false positive, and he's been testing negative otherwise the whole time. So sounds like he was never ill. I said Kenny Galladay, didn't I? I meant Gardner Minshew. Sorry. Yes. Gardner Minshew yeah. and Matthew Stafford. Right. Uh, here's Zach Ertz. All right, I'm, pl- I'm predicting $8 for Zach Ertz. He's up to three. Oh, Chris Towers got Brady for a dollar and didn't even want him. He was just trying to get, get him off the board. $4 for Ertz. $5 for Ertz. This seems this like is, a slow burn. This is how you do radio, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, $7 for Ertz. I'm going to just do the countdown on the clock. Five. Ten, $8 for Ertz. Eight. Seven. Six. I want to know if he gets to 10. This is interesting because there just seems to be a stigma about him not being good. Like people think he just stinks now. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's it. I think what, like I agree with exactly with what Marcus said earlier in the show. It's just that like if Dallas Goddard gets the same share of the tight end targets that he did last year and they actually have multiple receivers of NFL quality on the team. Then his targets are not going. Ertz has never been a guy that's going to be like Kittle or Kelsey on a per target basis. 
he needs to have that eight to nine targets a game. I don't think he'll have it unless all the receivers get hurt again. Heath, wasn't that the argument heading into last year as well? And then yep. the receiving core fell apart and we already have Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson being a complete question mark, Marquise Goodwin opting out of the season. Like, are we that confident that Jaws is going to be the guy who siphons away all of the looks? No, I'm not, not, not necessarily. Um, but with like Alshon, Deshaun, JJ, Rager, those guys, right now they have four of them that might play. <laughs> if, if two of them do, then I think that's a problem for Ertz because they're all better than Greg Ward. I don't know. I, I think, think Wentz and Ertz are just, uh, you know, Burton Ernie wearing green. That could be right too. I, I, I see Ertz. I think he's a value every time I see him going in round five, going for under 10 in an auction. I'm, I think it's a great, great, great find. Did Schrager just get Chris Godwin for 20? Yes. That's what Hopkins went for. Yeah. So Liz, was that a, you like that or you don't like that? I'm just surprised by it. It wasn't a, a liker. I mean, I think it, I, I would like Chris Godwin. I think knowing that that's where he went, what you got, what, he, what Nuke went for is interesting. Does anyone else like Godwin more than Hopkins in this format? I do. I do. This is half PPR. All right. Um, Chris Goblin for 20 Matt Ryan for $2. To you. To me. I like Matt Ryan. I'm excited about Matt Ryan. I think that's a great purchase. And I really am going to tell you right now, I really want to get Calvin Ridley. So you can use that to your advantage if you'd like. He's at the top of my queue, dude. He's at the top of my queue, Dave. I want to get Calvin Ridley, too. (laughs) I think I'm less less confident in getting Calvin Ridley now. Yeah, not going to (laughs) happen. Um, all right, let's see what we got. We got uh, Melvin Gordon for 10. And you have to pay attention to uh, tiers, right? And who's still available in certain tiers? James Conner. So let's say you don't really love Melvin Gordon, but you're running out of uh, running back options. Chris Towers just got him for 10. Still have James Conner, David Johnson, cool. uh, David Montgomery, Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary, Kareem Hunt, Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones. By the way, Dave, I don't think I ever let uh, you didn't talk about Ronald Jones. Are you just not bothered by LeSean McCoy? No, not not much. He's 32. He's at the end of his career. He could be there because Keyshawn Vaughn is on the COVID list and there could be something serious going on there. He could be there to push Daria Gumbawale. He could be there to be an insurance policy in case Rojo isn't good. It could be all three of those things. But after what I've learned about Ronald Jones this offseason, I'm confident to take him. I'd love to get him as a number three running back, but I think he could finish as a top 24 running back pretty easily okay let's put a team under the microscope here as uh i've not successfully nominated a single player i've auto nominated every single player you just got football. kyler murray you for just got three. kyler murray for three oh, that, that's, that was good. one that was now one we're into the bargain and missed that one because i told it was gonna be oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. i think man. we've hit that point that you were talking about where the bargains are are showing There's still up. a lot of a, a lot of available salary here yeah Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of the third round wide receivers. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, all these the Seahawks guys, Terry McLaurin, third to fourth, fifth round wide receivers, plus James Conner still on the board. Um, Greg Zerline, $2 for Zerline. Oh, George really wanted him. Okay. Gregor got Breeze for two bucks, and, and Zerline and Zerline and Breeze, they usually go around the same point in drafts, don't they? <laughs> Um, world. All right, let's look at let's look at Ben Gretch's team. 
Ben has Kyler Murray for three, Jonathan Taylor for eight, DJ Moore for 16, Mark Andrews for 13, Blake Jarwin for two. How much money do you have left? 58. So uh, I think the most tied with Marcus, it looks like, and, and Liz is right there at 56. So the, there's still a few of us that have plenty to spend and not a lot to spend on. Wait, why do you have two have tight ends? We're to nominate some players for you guys to bid on here. Gretch, why do you have two tight ends? I, I mean, I thought Jarwin for two was a, a pretty easy move, and I got in on him quick, thinking I wanted to be the one to be on the two number, and I got him early. But then once I bought, you know, once I was there, I was like, I, you know, I could, I could still take another elite tight end. I'm not going to just settle for that. Um, and I let myself do that. The Calvin Ridley bidding has begun. Gretch for 40. He's this for 15. He's got a... Wow. Let's do it. 16 he's, to Azer. Is it the same as... Uh, DJ Moore. Went for 16 earlier? DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ Moore. Godwin went for 20. Hopkins went for 20. Calvin Ridley to Azer for 16. All right. Don't hate it. Thanks, hate Dave. It. Thanks for the vote. I'm, I'm sure you will see some receiver bargains come a little later on that you'll be upset about, but I think that's a that's more than a fair price for Dave have you, on your team. You really haven't bid on anybody for a long time. I think that's smart. You're sticking to that strategy you said where you got that core and you're just letting letting this auction play out now. Yeah, that might change here in a second. Scott Angle nominating Tyler Lockett. Yeah. All right, let's look at Heath's team here. Heath goes $5 on Lockett. Heath, you have Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards-Elair, and Travis Kelsey. You do not have a wide receiver yet, although you seem intent on getting Tyler Lockett. Well, maybe not. 10 bucks to Gretch. 11 bucks to Heath. Heath, 12 bucks to Gretch. Uh... <laughs> I always want to know what what Heath sounded like when he does a does a salary cap. Now I we know. Think it's a good, yeah, that's a good buy. But um, I mean, Cooper Cup went for eleven. Um, I have Cup higher. Okay, Tyler Lockett for twelve. So wait, does that mean that you just did something bad there? You have Cup higher. I've had yeah several of those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Heath, uh, what, do, what do you think? You don't have a wide receiver yet, but you have Kelsey, Edwards, Elair, Mahomes, and Bell, and what thirty six dollars left? What uh, What are you thinking here? What? Yeah, I mean, on? I feel I I feel fine about it. I don't think I'm like winning the draft or anything, but I don't believe it's going to be very difficult to find wide receivers in this league at the end of the draft. I think there will be good wide receivers going mm-hmm. for less than five dollars at some point. And so I'm not particularly worried about that. Yeah. Like Michael Gallup's going to go for like three bucks. James Conner, $11 to Liz. That's hmm. I know. Oh, Heath with 12. When you hear the sigh, it means it's Heath's guy. <laughs> Come on, Liz. Take him down. There it is. 13. And I was tempted. I was tempted to put in a bid to try and jack up the, the price. Come here. on, Heath. Don't let the visitor win. Oh, all right. Liz Loza. It's a good Congratulations, deal. Liz. 13. Thank you. I was schwitzing on that one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see how Liz's team is looking right now. It's a Sean Watson nominated. Josh Allen for $2. Kamara for 32 James Conner for 13 And Keenan Allen for 10 How do you feel? Oh, I don't love Keenan 
Keenan Allen. I would like this team to have a little bit more upside. Um, I, I like Allen and Kamara. I got to I gotta dig into the sleepers a little bit here. Okay. I, the one I'm really pissed off about is is Kyler Murray for three, Gretch. That one bothers me. Shouldn't have let that happen. I was happy about that. That was my, my favorite one so far. <laughs> like Deshaun went for four and Russ went for five. So, may, I mean, it was a, maybe a dollar or two light, but yeah. that's the, all those guys have just been really good values. After I knew I had some extra budget to spend, I had kind of decided Murray's my, my QB three. Um, there was a lot of consensus early on deck, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of swim the other way on that. But um, I had kind of decided I would get one of those quarterbacks in that range that I could bump up my my quarterback spending and probably would need to because a lot of running backs had gone and I was was not going to wind up overpaying for one of the last running backs that you know was really viable. I think this team's going to be thin at running back regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. just based on the way that I do things. David Johnson just went for $11. That's $1 less than... Tyler Lockett, $2 less than uh, James Conner, $11 for David Johnson. Marcus, do you have uh, any faith in David Johnson this year? I felt a lot better, and there's no rational reason why I'm feeling less great about him, but I really had talked myself into feeling okay about him early this offseason. I went back and watched some of those early games last year and felt like, you know, those first five or six games maybe aren't as bad as we remembered them. Um but I still think Deshaun Watson is, is not going to be a guy who's going to look to his, his running backs to throw the football. He's going to try to chuck it downfield. So I, I've, I've started to feel less great about David Johnson and more excited about guys like Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks as we've gotten through this offseason. And who do you like better, Fuller or Cooks? Fuller. Um, just because we've, see, we've seen that connection with, with Fuller and, uh, and Deshaun Watson before. So as long as he's healthy, like I'm all in. How about oh, Mike he, Evans? I almost here. got wow. him for ten. Mike Evans up to this sixteen. Still feels like th- this might go down as the steal of the draft here. Why? Oh, that's a that's an overreaction. Sixteen. I don't bucks know. For Ev- I think Evans going for sixteen is a pretty good deal. I Dave, think Rich crushed it. I I know you're humble, but who do you like better, George Kittle or Mike Evans? Kittle. You got him for three dollars less. So <laughs> just take your okay, double. The second best. Second best steal of the draft. <laughs> Uh, who do you like better, Mike Evans or Calvin Ridley and and DJ Moore? They all went for sixteen. Uh, I think it's got to be uh, Evans there. Scott, Pretty sure I have Evans right ahead of him. Scott, rank those three: Evans, Moore, Ridley. I go Evans, Moore, Ridley, and just the uh, order that you said. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Moore out Moore outscored Ridley. Marcus Julio's still there. I think if it was full PPR, Evans would probably be third best, Jeez, but it's fast. really close. Yeah, Mar- Marcus, how do you like those uh, those three? Uh, I would probably go Evans, Ridley, Moore. Um, I do have a little bit of fear about Evans and whether or not he's going to get hurt in the red zone now that Gronk's there. Um, but on the whole, I, I, I like Evans at the most out of those three. All right, we got an Allen Robinson bidding war going. Scott Angle's going to get him for fourteen dollars. Allen Robinson. All right. Uh, where do you rank Allen Robinson, Scott, with the three we just talked about? Uh, I have him uh, low-end wide receiver one. I think I'm very happy with that. You know, I have him ahead of Mike Evans. Uh, you know, the guy's terrific route runner and just, you know, just such a technician and high football IQ. And no matter who plays quarterback, he, he seems like he's going to put up really good numbers. So I think I got a really nice bargain there. Carson Wentz for a dollar to Jamie. I think Jamie is trying to go the studs and duds route. Let's uh, 
take a look at his team in a second. $1 Wentz, $32 Zeke, $31 McCaffrey, $26 Julio Jones, Justin Tucker and the Steelers for a dollar. And he can't have that much money left. What does Jamie have left? $8. All $1 bids. Oh, all $1 bids. All right, so $1 bids plus Zeke, McCaffrey, and Julio Jones. That'll be an interesting team. Carson Wentz as his quarterback. Devin Singletary now. I think McCaffrey probably was a steal of the draft. I mean, Dave's got some really great values that I don't mean to, to undermine. Yeah. But McCaffrey Just the fact that he for, wasn't the most expensive guy. Yeah, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have he gone for thirty-one. Stupid. We all kind of collectively. That was so dirty. On that. Yeah, you can have him. Heath and I are going back and forth on Devin Singletary. He's up to eight. I can't go nine. Oh, Ben Gretsch for nine on Singletary. This I mean, is I a one this running is pretty back. Aggressive. At some point, I got to take a running back. This is a, like uh, you know, not too far from like James Conner, right? Nine dollars. Yeah, I mean, ranked. I've got Singletary and Jonathan Taylor back to back, and so nine and eight for those two guys. I think it's they're both fine buys. Okay. I have uh, Singletary two spots behind Connor as well, so I think that makes sense. All right. Uh, let's see. We got Robbie Gold. Okay, yeah, these are yeah kickers. It's a dollar. People getting their kickers. So I'm going to nominate somebody that I don't want that hopefully someone will spend uh, spend up on. But there aren't that many expensive players left on the board. So Tariq Cohen. I'll take him for a dollar. That's about it. Tootie, how high are you going to go, Heath? Just tell us now. Well, it depends on how high everyone else bids. Ben Gretsch, $3. Liz, half PPR league. How do you feel about players like Tariq Cohen, who are you know primarily just pass catchers? It is hard for me. I, I appreciate Tariq Cohen. I'm a Bears fan, but it is hard for me to be as high on him as the consensus because I am higher on Anthony Miller than most and I think that you're going to see a regression in the number of targets Kareem uh, Tariq draws if Anthony Miller can stay healthy. Interesting. All right, Tariq Cohen goes for $3 to Ben Gretsch. And now here's A.J. Green. Anybody on this uh, on this call think A.J. Green's going to have a stud year? Man, I wish. I wish I could say that I thought he'd have a stud year, but I think we're all kind of thrown off by how he just hasn't been able to stay perfectly healthy. And we know what his upside is. We know that he could finish as a top 12 wide receiver, but you think about the age, the injuries, the rookie quarterback who didn't have a typical off season, even though he's just a wonder kid as a, as a prospect. <laughs> I bid five on him right after it closed. Oh, oh I am. I don't, like, I don't think he's going to have a great year. Probably, I, I think he's going to be I'll a great value. <laughs> yeah. At four. I think that's an amazing value. That's great. Last year at a two hundred dollar salary, I got him for like ten, and I, I just at some point it was like I was just throwing bad money after good. Like I, I, I held <laughs> on to him, and I'm like, he's gonna come back, right? And I'm like, well, he was at least a value, and I just like so like I'm in my feelings right now about AJ Green. That's <laughs> well, AJ Green went for four dollars. I've got a four dollar bid on Marquise Brown. Now five dollars. It's like the so AJ he's gonna go for more. Yeah, well, AJ. that's annoying. Because I like him quite a bit, Marquise Brown. I'm gonna. Well, you, I'm yeah, gonna but AJ Green's got injury problems. I don't usually see Marquise Brown being drafted ahead of AJ Green. 
as opposed to Marquise Brown. I was trying to make a joke. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I wasn't okay. paying. I was sorry. I was into the draft. Six dollars to me. Yeah, or, that's fine. Okay, thanks. Those are good. Yeah, that's a good bargain. So, Heath, if you are drafting AJ Green, are you? I know we talk about understudies for running backs. Are you automatically then interested in acquiring T. Higgins? You know, I haven't been, and I've done that thing with Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, but um, that is a really good point and something that I will probably, like, that's, uh, I think that's, like, I, I, the only thing I don't know is, is it him or Ross? And the Bengals, the signals they sent this offseason, it's definitely Higgins. But I think that makes a lot of sense. Higgins claims he's developed his game after A.J. Green. Like said, he has been following AJ Green since he was at Georgia, and you know, trying to follow in his footsteps. So it was interesting that he ended up going to the Bengals. And Higgins and Burrow were working out together leading up to the draft, and now they're on the same team. DJ Hushmanzato was working out Higgins before the combine and said he was a, a green replicant as well, for whatever it's worth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a um, that's a good comp. You'd yeah. like to have I that think comp. I think Ross still plays it probably a different role in the offense. He's going to be that downfield speedster, and then Higgins is more like, you know, the direct backup to Green. Which, to Liz's point, I think makes some sense. I mean, if Green's injured or isn't playing, then Higgins could wind up playing that alpha role. Marcus, you just got Mark Ingram for eight dollars. What's your interest level now in J.K. Dobbins? Um, I mean, for a buck, sure. Um, I don't, I feel like, I feel like 2021 is more the year of JK Dobbins. I just don't know that how much he pushes Ingram, uh, this year. And I felt that way even before this weird off season and, and the COVID and all that stuff, I just felt like Dobbins was still a year away. And I think now, especially because of the lack of time, uh, he's definitely a year away. How are we feeling in general about rookies? I'll start with you, Marcus. Um, I mean, I think I'm just generally a little bit more down on them. I would say, though, I guess if there's a position, running back is probably the one where I think the, the learning curve is probably the shortest, um, You know, especially if you're just kind of in a specialized role where they're asking you to catch the ball or run the ball or what have you. Uh, you're not doing so much pass protection. But I think on the whole, it's just hard to get excited about them because they haven't had that time. Look, the one thing you ask every rookie about what's the difference between the NFL and college, and they will tell you the speed, and they won't have had any time at all to kind of make that speed adjustment. So it's going to be a slow go for a lot of them. All right. We got uh, Mari Cooper up to $10 here. Yeah, we might have to uh, pause this because uh, we've got an auto bidder that's... Oh, gotcha. Uh, relentlessly driving up the price of Amari Cooper. We should maybe redo Amari Cooper. We can do that. All right. Yeah, he just said in the chat, wait, I never bet on Amari Cooper. Well, you also didn't nominate anyone. <laughs> <That's what. laughs> All right, so we'll do Amari Cooper. Let's take a look at some of the um, recent bids. Cam Newton for a dollar, Ingram for eight, kicker, Marquise Brown for six, AJ Green for four, Tariq Cohen for three, Devin Singletary for nine, Carson Wentz for one, Allen Robinson for 14, Mike Evans for 16, David Johnson for 11, and now we have a real bid on Amari Cooper. Uh, $5, $6 to Heath. Heath looking for his second wide receiver, right? You have one? Well, I'm still looking for my, oh. maybe my number one and my number two, but I have a wide receiver. Oh, you have A.J. Green, right? All right, Ben Gretsch for nine, Heath Cummings for 10. For Amari Cooper. I think you're going to win him, unless we have an auto bid, but I think you're clear. 
Amari Cooper. I'd love to see George come in for 11 now. <laughs> after. <laughs> All right, Heath, you happy about that? I am very happy about that. Like, I don't think there's much that separate. If, if you want to be really high on AJ Brown, um, Cal- <laughs> Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Adam Thielen, that group, I don't think there's much that separates them from Amari Cooper. Here's another. Uh... Yeah, Here's you, another one I messed up. You guys know I love Gesicki. Uh, Jamie sent out Jarwin early on for a dollar, and I went to $2 right away. Um, I have Gesicki a, a whole tier ahead of Jarwin, and, and then Jamie gets Gesicki for a dollar. Just get three tight ends, man. <laughs> yeah, good up. <laughs> Jarvis Landry here, Heath bidding a dollar. You're going to get him, Heath, for, for $3. Chris goes to two. Heath will go to three now. Go ahead, hit, hit three, Heath. Hit three. Come on. I, I kind of have to. I, get, <laughs> I will draft all like. You're not going to get them. You're not going to have to AFC go to five. North receivers. Nobody wants. I think that's pretty good. Right, guys. Three bucks for Landry. Sure. You know, he's going to outperform that value. You just might not see it from him until October. And this is what's funny about an auction. How much did uh, Michael Thomas go for? Like 28? Yep. So. You know, it's a world where Michael Thomas is like nine times more expensive than Jarvis Landry. Um, you know, a lot of val- a lot of value in, with the guys who go in the mid rounds. Here's Ronald Jones, Ben Gretsch, five bucks. We're all just bidding up Ronald Jones for Dave, right? We're just, yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to dig into Dave's pockets a little bit right now. Go ahead. Oh yeah, because I've got deep pockets at this point. <laughs> I would. I would. Thirteen spend, is my I max bid. Two, I would spend two dollars on Ronald Jones. <laughs> no, you're not a fan, Scott. <laughs> not, not at all. I've heard that talk before about how he's gotten better. To me, you know, they draft Vaughn, they pick up McCoy for insurance. Two messages that you're not the guy. We can't. We can't trust you. Look at the numbers. He only rushed for 80 yards twice last year. Uh, he only caught three passes in the game once. He is not from the current regime. To me, Rojo is no joke. That was a fantastic Bruce Arians impersonation. Not as good as Frank Callia and Nova. Maybe. Okay. All right. Marlon Mack is up now. I don't know. Gretch. Spending a third round pick on a running back and, a, and adding a 32 year old doesn't exactly scream, you're out. That, that screams to me, we don't trust you. We, we drafted the guy for the future, and we'd rather have a 32 year old. Then trust Hello. you with the backfield. Tom yeah. Brady is the quarterback, I mean, right? Tom Brady's sure. going to decide who is in the backfield. <laughs> okay. Rojo's not catching balls and can't convert at the end zone and is playing like TJ Yeldon. Tom Brady's not going to let him stay TJ back. TJ Yeldon. Oh, I love it. Look, TJ <laughs> Yeldon's only certain is that he would just randomly fall down without people touching him. I mean, you know, beyond that, it was fine. <laughs> well, Jones, Jones is there too. He averages like 2.8 yards per carry inside the red zone. Um, all right, so Ronald Jones went for nine. Uh, it $9 sounds like no one likes it. I got Ronald Jones for nine dollars. <laughs> I think it's it's pretty close to what you should expect to spend up for him on. Okay, so I didn't take. I don't think it's a steal. Name running back. I wind up with Taylor Jones and Singletary all for nine or eight, eight, and then uh, Tariq Cohen as as a fourth option. I think that's okay since that is a clear weakness in my team. What do you guys think? What are they running back? Same again. Taylor. Ronald Jones, Singletary, and Tariq Cohen. Well, who are so your wide receivers? Starting Singletary and Tariq Cohen week one? Wow. 
that's just really rude about Jonathan Taylor and Ronald Jones. <laughs> well, you have Kyler Murray, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, and Mark Andrews. So, uh, and Mike Evans. Oh, you have Mike Evans. Yeah. Oh, right. I think you'll probably play Evans instead of Jarwin at flex if I break down your roster. Just a guess. Yeah. How about Kenny Galladay? Up to $20 for Galladay. something. Hopkins just... territory. Liz with the high bid right now on Galladay. Congratulations, Liz Loza. I was real curious to see what he would end up going for, and I think this is right around fair value for Galladay. But how, how is it fair? Like... He's gonna have to look. I I think I love him, but he's four dollars more than than uh, God. Wait, what did Godwin go for? No, he's four dollars more than Ridley, DJ yeah. Moore, and who was the other sixteen dollar? He went he Evans. went for the same price as Godwin and Hopkins, right? And in this format, I think I might I definitely want him over Hopkins. It's pretty defensible. I had him at eighteen right. coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just yeah, it, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a value, but it was fine. It wasn't an yeah. overpay or anything. But it well, wasn't, when you have a little extra budget and he's the best player left yeah. on the board, I think you have to be willing to go up a couple bucks. Well, why don't we ask like, Liz? Liz, Ben Gretsch is like my new favorite. Why have why don't I know you? <laughs> <laughs> you and I are vibing. Uh, well, yeah, Ben's Ben's the best. Um, he led the NFL in touchdown catches last year, half a year playing for the backup quarterback. Yeah. He produced with the Blauhards under center. Come on. He was 25th in targets, and he led the NFL in receiving touchdowns. Uh, Robert Woods now at 10 bucks to Marcus. Hopefully he's healthy, not Woods. Galladay. Galladay. Yeah, that, Bobby Trees. Hopefully there's no big deal with this COVID list that he's on. Hopefully he's just chilling. Uh, Marcus going $12 on Robert Woods. We are sort of running out of a uh, tier of wide receiver, I'd say. Um, Adam, we have a, an opt-out. Oh, who? Uh, Cardinals tackle Marcus Gilbert. He just signed with them. Adam Sheffer just reported that he's opting out. <laughs> What's an easy way to get 150000 Free 150000 bucks. Sign with an NFL team and then opt out. Oh, it's not free. It's just an advance. Yeah. Right. Coming out I of guess. next year. No, 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 no. It's an advance, but if he doesn't play next year, if his career is over, he still he keeps the money. It's not like the NFL is yeah. going to knock on his door and say, "Hey, you got to you know I mean, pay us back." Yeah. Are, are, are we sure about that? <laughs> That's what I've been led to believe. I, yeah, it's going to be hard for them. Very hard for them to recoup the money. Um, it'd be a little petty, I think, as well. But uh, Carlos yeah. side for a dollar. Scott Angle getting uh, the backup to Chris Carson. Uh, Marcus, I wanted to ask you about Robert Woods. Twelve dollars. You seemed intent on getting him. Yeah, I mean, I really love Robert Woods this year. I wasn't all that, I wasn't that thrilled because he went, I think he's a dollar more than Cooper Cup did, I think it was. Um, so that part didn't excite me, but I love the fact that, you know, he really was the glue in that offense last year, I think at some point. And, you know, the fact that they, they kind of use him as a runner too. So there are like some sneaky hidden yards in there with, with Robert Woods in terms of like the, the way they use him on those jet sweeps and those sorts of things. So I, I feel like he's being underrated a little bit this year. Did you also feel like, you know, in terms of tiers, that we didn't have that many wide receivers of, you know, with a lead upside, and you had to get I, him? Yeah, I mean, I felt that, that that too. Although as I'm looking through these wide receivers, there's still some really good values out there. Like, you know, and I, I think we all kind of saw that coming, right, with this format and, and with the way wide receiver is. Um, some people are going to get some really good wide receivers for not a whole lot of, of cash. 
I thought Scott Engel with a six dollar bid on uh, Cam Akers getting hit Cam Akers for six. That's pretty. You must really like him. I do, and you know to get him at my flex. When you were talking to Marcus about the rookies before, though, you know the rookies they no mini camp, no rookie camp, no preseason games. That holds them back a little. But to me, Cam Akers clear path to being a starter there after maybe two three weeks tops. You know this team. With their first pick in the NFL draft, with all the other needs, they took Acres, and this guy can create his own running room behind that offensive line. So I'm thrilled to get him in a flex. Raheem Mostert now six dollars and sold to Marcus. All right, so some running backs coming off the board: Acres for six, Mostert for six. Still have like David Montgomery. Let's see who are some of the best ones: DeAndre Swift, Kareem Hunt. Jordan Howard, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson. Dave has a $2 bid on Gibson. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm pumped. I would have paid three. So now I can just pretend that I got him for three and A.J. Dillon for two, and (laughs) life will just continue on. Well done. All right. uh, We're making some progress. Hour and 20 minutes in. This is going pretty well, Dave. Yeah, we've had 83 players nominated. Um, yeah, you know, we're probably right past the halfway point overall. We're probably almost done with the podcast version of this as well, but we'll wait for a few more elites to go off the board. Darren Waller, two dollars, three dollars right now. Yeah. All right, so, Dave, what's your max bid? Twelve. Mine's 11. Heath, what do you got? 13. Yeah. Gretch, six bucks max bid. Gretch is sitting out for a while. I got aggressive there in the middle range, but I think I feel feel comfortable with the, you know, that third to fifth round, those targets that I was trying to load up on. I think I got several of them and I'm comfortable with what I, what I wound up with. It's a deeper team than a star studded one, but I'm okay with it. Kyler Murray is insane. Waller for three. Yeah, this is this is uh, oh, Will Fuller. I'll put three on Will Fuller. Oh, he's now he's four. Oh, he's this auto bids again, Dave. Somebody needs to talk to uh, George. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I do. Yeah, he he uh, he definitely was and still is. Not anymore. All right. Uh, this is Ben's team: Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, and Devin Singletary. DJ Moore, Mike Evans, and Tyler Lockett. Mark Andrews at tight end. That's pretty good, man. With Tariq Cohen and Ronald Jones on the bench. That's really good. Ben Gretsch, good job, man. <laughs> Proud of you. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, let's pick Why someone. Why can't I nominate? What's going because on? Because the site's not telling you that it's your turn to nominate. And then when you don't nominate, you go on autopilot. So what you what we have to do, this isn't something that people who are going to do their their uh, salary cap drafts on CBS Sports are going to do. You just have to put the players in your queue, put the one you want to nominate at the top of the queue, put the amount you want to nominate them for also at the top of the queue, and then just wait, and that player will get nominated. I just, I just like, whenever it's my turn to nominate, I just nominate a player. Right, but it, it's not quite clear when it's your turn to nominate. When Usually you're the furthest we're... name to the left at the top of the draft room. Yeah, one time I thought I was that guy, and then I ended up nominating for somebody else. So I'm not yeah, sure if that's got, if it's reading it right or not. I was like, I was slow on it too because it doesn't tell you. Like, I tried to nominate Lev Bell, and then Liz ended up with Josh Allen. So you <laughs> know, we're just like we're just like the players. We're working out our kinks now. 
Who wants Thanks to answer to uh, Twitch, who wants but... to answer an IDP question from Twitch? What you got? Uh, from Reedier One. I'm drafting tonight. I have a defensive player position this draft. When do you try to take one and who? You only start one defensive player? Yeah. So it's not like a real IDP league. Um, you can go after one of the big time linebackers or strong safeties. I don't know. Probably you honestly, you shouldn't be the one to do it. Um, someone will probably beat you to it, but if it's round 10, you could go for it then. The linebacker is so deep that you can, you can really wait on that sort of position. Uh, the only safeties you really put in that range are like Buda Baker and Jamal Adams. I put Derwin uh, James in there. Yeah, you get you, you, Derwin James is another, but you know, I, I, I have, I have Adams and Baker just like a tier above in my sports line ranks, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, linebackers deep, you know, you just make sure you, you know, you, you, you get guys that not just get the tackles, but maybe that can create the turnovers too. Okay. Well, some recent bids, Will Fuller and Stefan Diggs went for $7. Heath got Diggs. Marcus got Will Fuller. Uh, Jamie got DeAndre Washington for a dollar. Ben Gretsch got the bills for a dollar and Chris Towers, $2 for carry on Johnson. All right. Here's Beckham. This will be an interesting one. See, right. It's happening yeah. in the back half of the auction. A lot of people don't have money left. The, the highest bid that I see, the highest max bid left is 26. Not that he's going anywhere near 26. But no. I, I wonder if he, if he flirts with 15. I wonder if he even gets that high. Well, Woods went for 12. Um, Cup went for 11. Beckham's at 11 right now. Schrager will pay any cost. He does not care. Instant bid every time someone else bids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a little bit of an art to your bids, right? Like, wait a few seconds, throw people off your off your scent. Uh, No, he will not. (laughs) He's letting you know this guy's mine. Up to fifteen for Schrager. Schrager, are you willing to go seventeen? No. Yeah, I was willing to go up to eighteen there. Okay, you got fifteen. Be a wide receiver too, and I would have paid anything. Everybody, let's uh, let's talk about Ben Schrager's team. Let's see if it's any good. Drew Brees, Josh Jacobs, and Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin and Odell Beckham, David Johnson. How do we feel about that one, Marcus? You can you can weigh in on Trager's team. Don't you don't have to hold back or anything. If you hate it, go nuts. You know, I had to. Uh, I was like pulling it up so I can look at it. Um, oh yeah, Brees, Jacobs, and Fournette, Godwin and Beckham, and David Johnson at flex. Yeah, uh, I love his receivers. Uh, his running backs just aren't going to catch the ball. Um, I don't, here's the, I don't know why Josh Jacobs doesn't get targets. Like, I don't know why. Um, they just don't throw in the football, which is sort of mind boggling to me. And Leonard Fournette, his, what do you have, 70 catches last year? Like, that's not going to happen because LaVisca Chenault and Chris Thompson are going to eat into that. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, it's a risk reward squad, I think, as well as I look at it. And I see, like, if, if everything hits, then the squad's great. If, if something goes sideways, then it, it may be a frustrating year. All right. David Montgomery just went for eight to Frank Stamfel. A little bit more than Will Fuller and Stefan Diggs just went for. Raheem Mostert went for six earlier. So, Dave, Montgomery for eight. What do you think? Don't like it. feel like it's a little too much, especially when you see some of these other running backs and, and what they went for, like you mentioned uh, I think they have more upside than Montgomery. Not a fan of his offensive line. Worried about his snap share. Worried about him being effective. 
Um, just doesn't seem like the, he seems like he would have been a better fit to play in the NFL 10 years ago than now. And I'm, I'm nervous about how he's going to do in Chicago. He's somebody I'm avoiding. The only thing is like, there's no, there really aren't any workhorses left, right? I mean, you've got maybe Jordan Howard, maybe uh, Sony Michelle, but Montgomery was, this is why tiers are important. He was, uh, Maybe the last guy in a tier. DJ Chark now up to seven dollars. Does anybody disagree with me on Montgomery? Does anybody I like see it at him? Dollars. Okay, but anybody see him as a top fifteen fantasy running back? No, nothing's nothing's changed there. There's no reason to have any optimism. You know, the but, offense really hasn't changed at all. But there are no top fifteen running backs that have gone for less than double that. That's true, but maybe somebody was. Maybe see that's the point. No is one is true? excited about David Montgomery. Um, what did James Conner go for? I don't even remember. James Conner, I believe, went for. I think it was 13. eleven. No, I think it was more than that. Liz, what did you get James Conner for? That one, I got Singletary. Thirteen dollars for Conner. Mm. Okay. Um, nine dollars for Fournette. Love that buy, Scotty. Deontay Johnson for two dollars. Thanks. Deontay Johnson for two dollars. You know the Steelers over the years they've they've moved on from so many number one wide receivers in the Roethlisberger era: Heinz Ward, Wallace, Plaxico. I can name even more. And Juju is you know on the last year of a contract. I think Roethlisberger has a big comeback year, and they start ramping Deontay Johnson up to be their number one wide receiver next year. So I think. I got an absolute steal at two bucks. Henry, I don't want. I don't want to be doing. You got to click the the big red autopilot button on the top left. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, red, yellow, six. We'll back it out. We'll back it okay. out. Yes, you better move, Hunter. You Henry said up he was going to lead the Chargers and target. You're bidding. <laughs> well, she well, already got Keenan out. Like, oh, for a dollar, okay. Uh, all right, Hunter Henry, potentially uh, going here. We'll see. I just gifted Engel with Johnson. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. This will be our last bid here for the podcast. It's Hunter Henry. Marcus nominates him for a dollar, and we'll see where these mid-range tight ends go. You know, uh, Kittle went for thirteen. Kelsey, I think, went for eighteen. Andrews went for thirteen. Don't remember what Ertz went for. Right now, is a dollar for Hunter Henry? I, I am. I'm, I'm my, cool with that. My mouse nice. is over. Bid two dollars. <laughs> this is me being disciplined and not spending money when I didn't have to. That's crazy. I mean, That's a great I, mean I, I know I said I don't love the, the rosters when I, I draft Hunter Henry in the mid rounds, but if you're going to tell me I can, you know, bid a dollar yeah. and get him, like I'll I'll love that all day. Yeah. All right. Here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to wrap things up by looking at uh, the teams for our three guests. Here we'll start with Scott Angle. He has uh, Lamar Jackson for twelve, Chris Carson for fourteen, Saquon Barkley for thirty six, Allen Robinson for fourteen dollars, Deontay Johnson for two dollars. Cam Akers for $6 plus Carlos Hyde for a dollar. Um, how do you feel about your team, Scott? I feel very good. You know, I, I feel I spent money early and you joke with me, you know, that I have dinner plans, but <laughs> I knew exactly who I wanted. And I, there are certain guys I think it's important in an auction that if you like them more than a lot of other people do and you can get them for less, you know, that's the key in an auction. You know, the guys like Cam Akers, I, I like better than everybody else in there. There's still one player left on the board, two that I think I can get for cheap that I really like. 
better than other fantasy analysts and experts. All right, let's go to Liz's team. $2 for Josh Allen, $13 for Connor, $10, uh, $32 for Kamara, Keenan Allen and Kenny Galladay, uh, Kenny Galladay for 20 and Keenan Allen for 10 and probably a lot of uh, money left over, or <laughs> probably going to be getting a lot of players here. So Josh Allen, Kamara and Connor, Galladay and Keenan Allen. Pretty good. What do you think? Uh, I don't love it. I think it's a fine, uh, a fine roster. What I was waiting for, I have right now, like Kareem Hunt in my queue, Michael Gallup in my queue, hoping to get some of those. I think this is a very floor friendly team. And now I'd want to find a lot of ceiling and upside plays at like dollar to $3 bids a piece. And you've got $23, which is among the most, I think it's the second most remaining. So I will say I should have been more aggressive at the top. So that is on me. Okay. Lesson learned. Especially if I'm Dave, I'm drafting with Dave Richard, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Marcus's team now. Um, Deshaun Watson for $4. Kenyon Drake for 22 Mark Ingram for 8 DeAndre Hopkins for 20 Robert Woods for 12 $1 Hunter Henry. $6 Raheem Mostert. And $7 Will Fuller, who's on your bench right now. Oh, yeah, he could be your flex. He or Mostert. Uh, Watson, Drake and Ingram. Hopkins and Woods. Fuller or Mostert to flex and Hunter Henry at tight end. It's like, damn, I like this team a lot, Marcus. How you feel? Yeah, I feel okay about it. I do wish, sort of like Liz, I think I, I wish I would have had been a little more aggressive when some of the, the bigger name running backs were on the board, but I love my wide receivers. I felt like I had to to you know, make sure I got Fuller, especially when I landed Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. But on the whole, I'm, I'm pretty pretty pleased with what I've put together so far. Cool. Dave, Heath, Ben, any final words? Auction advice? What worked? I wish, I, could work? have, I wish I could have kept bidding on on Phil Fuller and a couple of other guys, but I uh, <laughs> spent so much that I couldn't go any higher. And if you know, if you've got your tiers set going into your auction draft and you have a general idea of what players should go for, don't be afraid to bid early. Don't be afraid to jump in there. Uh, and who knows? You might end up with Christian McCaffrey for 31. And tell me if this is is uh accurate or not but really what matters so wow ty hilton yeah he needs to go for more than two dollars three dollars out of heath uh what matters so much is the depth of the league the fewer players being auctioned and there's only five bench spots in this league so it's kind of shallow i mean the more you should be spending on studs it's the cheap players the one dollar two dollar players are going to end up being pretty good players fair yep all right i think that's what we're going to end up seeing all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. And if you watched it on Twitch, that's awesome. You can see it on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football today. Special thanks to uh, three very awesome guests, Liz Lowe's of Yahoo Sports, Marcus Grant of NFL Network, and Scott Angle of Rotoballer and Sportsline. And of course, for Dave, for Heath, for Ben, and for Ben Schrager, and for Jamie Mazowskis helping us out on Twitch. Uh, I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you on Thursday's podcast with our quarterback preview. See you later, everybody. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Deucible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. 
As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.